Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 101. My name is H, and I'm here with Koba the Gorilla, the other half of the Off Topic Podcast, the number one podcast in all of California, the number one podcast in the whole city, the number one podcast in the U.S., yes, and sir. the number one podcast in the world. Not only that, but the number one podcast in the whole galaxy. And the number one podcast in the six, two, two six. six. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? We're what here. Up? We got some stuff lined up for you. You know what it is. But it's still off topic, you know? Yep. What will happen? We never know in off topic, know. you know? Someone could break in right now. It's the most random podcast. That would be sick as fuck, you know? But, like, like Randy Orton. But we do have some prepared shit. Some prepared boys, you know? Hell yeah. But anyway, guys, how you guys doing today? It's a beautiful Wednesday night today. Cozy little day after work, but that doesn't, that doesn't stop us. We got some PBRs. My boy brought me some PBRs today, oh, yeah. and I got some ultras too in the fridge. Nice. Still, so, anyway, guys, so how you what's up? About good, the- good. How are you? Good, bro. I'm chill. How'd you like the hundredth, ninety ninth, ninety eighth? How'd you like the whole one hundred journey? Man, so now that we're back home, and first of all, I want to thank Gabe, Gabe. from Republic. He's a really great friend of ours, and I could say he's a friend, you know? Yeah. Um, and for letting us record there, for opening early for us. Mm-hmm. I apologize for the people that lined up afterwards. I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, I, I, I was surprised, you know, with all the support. Like, the off-topic army really goes strong. But that kind of shows that we are ready for a live show one day. I mean, we are. Um, I want to make it to where I'll be like, all right, you're going to close. It's going to be a private event. But I'll still make them enough money as if it were like a regular Friday or Saturday night, you know? One day doesn't hurt, yeah. Yeah, one day doesn't hurt. And then, yeah, I would just do that. How would you do it? Would you do like a two drink minimum, something like that? Mm, nah, or just bring a shitload of people where it doesn't matter how many yeah. people. Yeah. yeah just don't true. get, don't fuck up the show. <laughs> oh, we'll don't kick get, them out. Yeah. We got security there. Yeah, we, got security. We, we, got, we, got, we got metal around them. We got metal around them, yeah. Iron Man, and I'm not talking about the superhero. Mm-hmm. But yeah, honestly, all jokes aside, bro, I really do think um, we could do it. And also, when we do it, it'll definitely be like that where I don't want like 20 of our listeners coming and then like 50 other regular people come and then they try to heckle or make the show about them or be like, who the fuck are these fools and just try to fuck with it. So that's why Off Topic Army, when we do do that, you guys need to represent and pull up and bring people. Mm-hmm. That way we can take that shit over. Come from all corners. Yeah. Because I feel like some attention people, some attention whores would be like, oh, what the fuck's that? You know? Oh, let me be a part of it or fucking, you know, I'm not trying to get punked or nothing, Obviously. you know? But that shit was cool, man. How do you feel now that the 100th episode passed? I, I think it was a badass journey. Yeah. From the 100, 1 to 100. I think it was fast, too. Yeah. I forget, like, oh, shit, time flies, you know? Yeah, you know what's crazy is that it's still just us. It is. Yeah. That's the crazy part. But we have the Autopic Army on our side, and we do appreciate them. And they're all, it's a big family. Yeah, definitely. Um, my sister asked some questions regarding that since we're talking about the 100th episode journey. And now that we passed it, you know, sometimes you need time to compress what happened. Correct. Um, he said, like, kind of a general question, I guess, but what have you learned about the podcasting world now? Like, how do you see the environment? Like, like what do you? How do you see us and stuff like that? Like, what did you learn about podcasting? I learned that you could get your mind is so creative when you're putting it to work in a way of ma- making art or 
or creating content i think it like it expands your knowledge in in a whole different section where i think it's still relevantly new to the, the whole society yeah um i think i don't know i i well that's what i think but um that's what i learned like you know you get, there's so much to it where it's not just a podcast but a podcast leads you to other things like musical wise um acting gigs commercials all this bullshit you know yeah networking network networking which you said was your favorite part yeah which that's what i truly like because it 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 brings you all these connections that you wouldn't have yeah and i've said it i said in the previous one too so i think that's what you really learn or what i would take from learning obviously we learn so much shit from fucking (laughs) <laughs> we've learned i don't know the technical stuff the technical stuff of course, and then right yeah. we've had some bumps where you know like we we wouldn't think we would pull pull some episodes or having great episodes you know like you just push yourself to a limit where like you found you find greatness in yourself yeah exactly how do you feel when sometimes we think like something is gonna blow up and then it doesn't does mm. it still discourage you uh it just makes me push more like it motivates me like oh you know what well, what did we do wrong or like or should i not expect so many good things and then just let it roll and see what I, at least i know if we put the 100 percent effort we'll see what happens at the end of the day the people talk the listeners well as long as someone's listening right correct and as long as we're consistent not only that but as long as they enjoy it exactly. like that's my thing like i always even previous episodes like People would tell me, oh, I'm in episode 76. Hey, I like what you guys did here. Like, oh, sh- hopefully you enjoy it. I always tell people, like, hopefully you like it. Like, that's my, at the end of the day, that's our, our main goal. Like, making making people's days with the podcast. You know what I used to tell people when I first started? I was very, like, let's say it was episode 13. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to start listening to it. I'd be like, oh, listen to episode 7. That one yeah. was a good one. Oh, don't listen to the last one. It sucked. And now I'm like. Yeah, listen to it. I don't know if they're starting from newest to oldest or oldest to newest. A lot of people start from oldest. Yeah, but at this point, I'm just confident that if they just stick around a little longer, I know eventually they'll get hooked with something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like people say, like, oh, yeah, like Breaking Bad, it's it's slow at first, but if you watch it, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Even with movies, we watched Silence of the Lambs the other day, and it was like kind of slow at first, right? She's doing her FBI training, and it's like oh, she's just jogging, and... And then finally, like, it's like, don't touch the glass. Do not approach the glass. If he gives you something, do not accept it. If he asks you for something, do not give it to him. Like, and then it's like, oh, shit, like, we're going to see Hannibal Lecter, you know? Yeah. So I feel like as long as we get them to the point where they're going to see Hannibal Lecter, Koba, and HT, that's when it's like, all right. And then next thing you know, it's one of the best movies ever that people still reference to this day. A lot. I feel like it's going to be timeless for sure. And people are going to be listening to us um years and years later and that's the cool thing it's like the sopranos podcast uh shout out talking sopranos and that's why i want to have these guys on one day we will where they say like they didn't know how special it was when they were doing it yeah like james handle didn't think he would ever start in a movie with brad pitt later on in life they didn't win an emmy till they were in the fifth season fuck and that's what i'm saying like, and they ended what in how many seasons seven or uh or more? seven damn yeah so and now it's considered one of the greatest of all time. It's one of the greatest of all time. He's to this day, like James Gandolfini, every time they make a movie, like, man, you know who would have been good in that? James Gandolfini, you know? So I think we're in that stage where, obviously, it's still early. Like, Even though it's 100 episodes, but to us, it's still like a stage where we're like kind of 
not in our grow. Well, we are growing. We're always growing, but it's more like I see like there's so much ahead, like a hundred episodes. It's a lot, but it's so little that we're, we have so much to come. Yeah. Like to me, when we're at a thousand, it's going to be like, wow, a hundredth wasn't even like close. We were still walking. We were barely yeah. learning how to walk. That's how I see it. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a hundred. Like we've had so much. We have way more experience than most of the other podcasts, but we're still like in that. We still recognize where we're at and oh. we're not like. You know? Yeah. Like, we still have our foot on on, on the, the ground. Gas. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, to answer that question more for Claudia, off topic soldier of the year, fun fact. Um, all the awards are coming soon. <laughs> Vance uh, Vance wants it hard. Oh man. Vance. There's some people coming for your title, Claudia. Hey, hey Vance, yeah. just bring a bottle of Blantons and some but, Rocky. Nah, he can't bribe you. Uh, uh, Rocky what is Pat- he the mob? Rocky Patel cigars. <laughs> What's he bringing me? He can't just <laughs> He can't just bribe one. Hey, 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 menthol cigarettes. Some menthol cigarettes. Paul brought me two. Vance, make it four. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Vance. And that's the good thing, right? We want people to be passionate. We love the Raiders. We want people to be passionate about, like, oh, I fucked that. I'm the soldier of the year, you know? Uh, But Gio's been creeping up, man. Gio's been consistent. And Holzer, too. Holzer since episode. Holzer thought he was robbed the first year. Mm. So we have a lot of outsiders, too. Maybe we'll do soldiers of the year. But then also you can't please everyone. We have Los Reyes. That is true. Shout out Los Reyes. Shout out. I forget his first name. His name's Joseph. Oh, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Wood. Bobby Bobby Wood, Wood. too. But also Bobby Wood didn't buy a shirt. uh, Bobby Wood didn't have money, though. Yeah, well, like, they're kids. They're kids. Yeah, That's what kid, you need. Yeah, kid, you're not. You're not calling. Yeah, bro, I'm, not calling. <laughs> I'm like, well, hey, fuck you, bro. What color is your Bugatti, Bobby Wood? <laughs> yeah, we're not saying that, but it's how, cool seeing them be competitive. How, how's look at the year of the PBRs here? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's 1844. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? What? Hey, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln drink PBRs. <laughs> <laughs> you think he did? I think he did like all warm as fuck. Yeah, oh, there's no refer- probably some just some ice. I don't know how they did it. Coolers? How they didn't have no igloos? Ice, but they had ice though. They, oh, had, they had coolers. Ice. They had ice. Yeah. Or oh, igloos like the actual like, cooler. I thought you meant igloos like in the North Pole. No, like <laughs> igloos, yeah, igloos like. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's the fun part. I'll I'll, I'll add to that um, about what we learn about podcasting. I also learned like when I thought podcasting, I thought like. Joe Rogan, like Mark Maron, like big stuff like that. But then when I got into it and then obviously with networking and meeting people, it's like, well, you don't have to be that magnitude. You could be like, I'll even say it, IE and friends. You could be like fucking all these other podcasts where like maybe the casual person doesn't know about them. But in reality, but they, they're, 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 all, they're also making moves, moves. big moves. Like and and they have been by headquarters and shit. And they have been. And that's they were in Times Square. You know, shout out to them and making good money. Exactly. You know? and, and that's dope where it's like, oh, I didn't know that either. Actually, like, I didn't know that. Either. I, I learned that from you. Actually, you started because Coba introduced me more to the podcasting world. I, I listened to a couple of them, but I, I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't think you could make like money or like you could make some unless cool shit you were Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's exactly. what I thought. And that's and what I learned. Like when Brendan would say, like, "Oh, like I've I've only made millions just from merchandising, well, not like, even fighting for the UFC as a top." And five Brendan anyway. isn't Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's like, the oh, crazy shit. thing. Yeah, but we're I, we're not saying oh we're doing it because of money. It's more like I didn't know the magnitude that podcasting. It's it's a growing platform. There's a lot to sure. eat out there, and there's a lot of growth to it. Like. Yeah. We're not even close to it. And that's what I'm saying where, like, those podcasts I mentioned earlier, like, they're killing it. And the fact that 
they're not Joe Rogan and they're not like the huge fucking podcast that fucking your aunt down the street knows, but they're still fucking making it. And yeah. that's what I learned from the podcasting world where it's like, oh, like if we are consistent, this could be real for us too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I learned. Excuse me. It's a little cough. But yeah. So that's what I learned right there. Um, do you have any regrets? No. No, me neither. I think it was meant to happen sometimes. Yeah. I never thought I would be doing a podcast. I feel like regrets are like, oh, I wish I would have had kids or I wish I would have gotten that promotion, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like regrets, no, because at I the end of the day, we're still providing content weekly. I don't want to be a, like or sound selfish or in a way, but I feel like I always took it like the right moves. Like if I know what's right to me, I'll I'll do that. That thing, even if it's risky, you know. Yeah, that is true. You've taken some risk before, so, even mean, outside of the podcast. So. Yeah, so that's why I always been like, you know, what? like I did this move for a reason. Yeah, I'm so, not gonna let anybody like oh I'll think me or like change my mind. You know. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have regrets later. Later, but, maybe, but I mean. For now, I've just been enjoying the I'm ride. I'm enjoying the journey. Like, uh, I love, like, signing autographs for, like, kids, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. That's that's for signing, sure happened before. Signing grandma's wheelchairs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking doing all this fucking cool-ass shit, you know? I have signed autographs, actually. Yeah, I know you have. I've seen I've seen I, footage. I signed a kid's there. arm. Oh, did you really? Yeah, like a, like a little four-year-old. Like, <laughs> it's from, from work, though. Like, so, some kid. I, I signed it last year. Like, I, I took a picture with him, like, like, a, like a celebrity. And then this year, he came back, and I signed his arm. Nice. And I heard he couldn't wash it off. He better not wash it off. That should better be. He fun. tried, but he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. He just fucking tattooed it. Yeah. <laughs> he just drugged the child and tattooed your fucking name into his arm. <laughs> like in ten years, like who the fuck was this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. That's just funny, man. Uh, is there any guests that you for sure? And I'm not talking about like guests that have already came back. Like Temo, shout out Temo. Like we know we'll have Temo on again. Are there any guests that you're like, fuck yeah, like I want to have him on again? I want to have in person um, recently who we had, Zach Van Dyke. Yeah, I want to have Zach Van Dyke on. Uh, maybe maybe Dan, Dandy's been killing it also. Yeah, yeah I haven't true. seen him in like in a year ago. You have, but I haven't like yeah. used to work on purposes, but he's a person that's still killing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. I'll I mean, a, anybody uh, who we've had on, like, they always have the doors open. Yeah, except for that one guy, mm-hmm. um, Bill Cosby, but um, which is fine. Uh, I I would like to have uh, Lacey on too. Cool Just person, again, yeah. right? Always great stories. So definitely, yeah. To answer your question, there hasn't been anyone where it's like fuck this person. Yeah, you know? from 100 to 200 episodes later on, which we're still gonna be alive in the 200 episodes. Yeah, of course. Our topic isn't going away. Yeah. Is there anybody like say like, or are you making a goal of I I need I need to have this person on in the podcast? Brendan Schaub. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I know it's a for sure, but uh, I also want to do that work for him, and I want to be able to come back to him and tell him, yeah, I have done stand up, and we have been having more guests, and we have been consistent, like like what he told us basically. Obviously, and I know we're not gonna fail him, so definitely that'd be by far the biggest guest we've ever had. And I know if we do a good job, which we will do a good job, because I truly believe in you, and I believe in me, and I think you bring out the best in me, and I bring out the best in you, where in life you could only ask for an opportunity and you fucking knock that shit out of the park it's just gonna open way more doors like doors you wouldn't expect exactly and that's what i mean by like 
that would be the goal. Like, if 200 episodes come, like, if it's a 200th episode and we haven't had Brendan Schaub on, something happened where we fucked up. But I know it's not going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know he's going to do what he said he was going to do. And not that he owes us anything, you know? But mm-hmm. you get what I mean. Him, what about you? Mm. I mean, I want to up you one, like, lost Hollywood celebrities, but. But let's just do it for 100 more episodes. Like, let's be a little realistic. Hmm. Fuck. Doom, doom, I don't know. Probably like, I'd be satisfied with like an like an athlete or something. I don't have a name like that, you know? Or it could be like any comedian, which I mean Brendan Shaw will land land on that, but Yeah. Maybe Mikey Garcia or I don't know. Yeah. Well, There's a lot of people I want, honestly. Like Yeah, yeah. You're I, a little, I, you're a little crazy with the guests. Like yeah. you'll be like, I wanna have Frank Sinatra on. I would, you know. And like, you'll like then there'll be like a robot Frank Sinatra. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, like, yeah. I, I I don't like limiting myself. Like, I think, like, sometimes surprises happen, too, you know? Do you believe in manifesting? Mm, what does manifesting get you, though? Manifesting means, so, I'll pull up the... It's because bitches ruined it for me. <laughs> because bitches always manifest. Manifest that, bitch. Bitch, you get that guy. You hook him up to child support, bitch. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't believe, like, they ruined it for me. Like, Like, I wish I could manifest, too, but, like... Like some women kind of like, you know, what? like, you know, yeah, no, I feel you. Or I guess just, dumb but what's the actual definition? Cause they, they kind of ruined it for me. Like, to be honest, like no bit. Yeah, no, no, for sure. So the definition of manifesting is display or show a quality you're feeling by one's act and appearances demonstrated. Like basically what you believe in, if you, Put it out in the universe and you really believe in it that it'll become true mm. it's because a lot of things that i i guess manifest i don't really take it out put it out to the world i just like let me just do my work and eventually it'll get there you know mm-hmm. if i don't i could manifest it but if i don't do shit like i'm not expecting it to come over you know yeah like i could say hey like you know by the 146 episode i'm gonna have brad pitt on like and if i don't if i do the same thing like it doesn't happen. Like, I know I got to put in my work, too. No, definitely. I basically just don't believe in, like, just saying things, you know? Like, there's got to be There's got to be something, you know? There's got to be a plan. I, I get that's what you mean is if it's just saying and you're not doing it, it's yeah, a little like, empty, right? Yeah, like, so many people manifest stuff on, on social media. Yeah, no, definitely. So that's my thing. Just have a game plan to it and yeah. things will come to, so, to where you want it to. I know you've heard it, but for some people that have not heard it, I'll play Conor McGregor's definition of manifestation. Fundamentals is how you see yourself. If you see yourself as the king, you know, you see yourself with all the belts and all, all everything. And no matter what no one else says, as long as you see that and really believe in it, then that's what's going to happen. So that's what he's saying. That still gives me yourself. Seeing yourself, but also, obviously, he's not gonna fucking in that thirty second clip. He's not gonna give the whole definition, right? But it's but uh, he put in work. It's good enough too. Yeah, obviously, like you know who he is. You know what he did. Exactly. One thing I could take from that, like I do see myself with those people. Yeah, you do have that vision. Yeah. 
So I think I do believe in manifestation, but people leave out the hard part. Have Correct. you noticed that? Yeah. It's always just like speak it out into the universe, bitch. Like you're gonna not only that, re- but I do like I know we're good in that group that um that's we have that skill. Yeah. It's not like just like yeah, welcome to off welcome yeah. to off topic, dude. Like it shows in eight, the work we do. Hey, homie, like. Come over, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. You funny as fuck, fool. Hey, tag him, you know? Tag hey, him in the fool, comments. Like, yeah. Hey, the, did you get hit with the chancla too, Gabriel? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not gonna, you're gonna be, you're not gonna have dinner with Brad Pitt. No. Like, standing out is like, just, part of just, it. just drop out. Just drop out? Just drop out. Cut a promo. Just drop out. Like, there's no need for you. Like, you're wasting your time, kid. Like, leave it for off topic podcast. The real heavy hitting motherfuckers in the whole industry. The buffet's about to close and Koba's hungry and you're deciding whether he should get corn salad or Caesar salad. Koba should be signing the, the contract already and he wants to close it for and, a ten million dollar deal. And I already know what I want. You're still deciding. So Junior, get out of the way. Let me cut in line of you at the buffet. And maybe if the buffet is still open, maybe you'll get your corn salad and Caesar salad. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But honestly, though, I do believe in manifestation. Like, I've been saying it. That's kind of a good way, actually, that Connor put it. Yeah. I'm not fucking, like, all hopping back, but, like, I do like that that way. Well, because Connor put in the work. He didn't just say on his couch, I'm going to be a UFC champion. And it took him a long time. It took him a long time. what, at 26 years old? um, 28. Oh, oh debuted at twenty six. Yeah, but King Champion at twenty eight. Like, yeah, si, si le, le costó huevos, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, it wasn't an easy process. It was yeah, just more like the consistency and the hard work and the the um evolution of his game. Definitely, and I that's when I believe in it. But people always leave out the hard part, right? Mm-hmm. People always leave out the part where it's not as sweet sounding for them, even with like um. And I'm not going to be like this fucking one millionth guy talking shit about astrology because every guy does it now. And it's honestly like getting fucking annoying. But people say that like, oh, I'm a Leo. Like Leos are strong and Leos are passionate and we stand up for what we believe in. But then they'll never leave out the negative part of Leos. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's not true, in my opinion. That's why I don't believe in. They them. only say the dope shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't believe in horoscopes. That's. Yeah. It's only what benefits them, you know? Yeah. No. And that's why I have a problem. It's like I say, like, oh, like, it benefits me being this. Cause. Shout out Leo's, by the way. But still, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I, that's why I don't believe in rituals. Really. Like, Capricorns are good at fucking. <laughs> like, what if you have a fucking micro penis and you're a Capricorn? Like, what, <laughs> you're still going to be good at fucking? Like, <laughs> it's stupid. You know? Like, let's be a little real, you know what you I'm saying? Fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> would you fuck me? I'd fuck me so hard. Silence of the Lambs That's reference. Crazy. Yeah, that shit was sick, dude. A lot of cool a, movies coming out. A lot of great movies coming out. Um, are you excited for the Iron Claw, the Von Erichs movie? I am actually like, especially like I don't know. It's gonna, it's gonna be so 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 bitch about me, but like I like watching movies in December. Like you know, you get all cozy with candles. You know, like pumpkin spice because pumpkin spice is a, like the number one scent in candles. I like I like that like that vanilla scent too also, but yeah it's coming out in December twenty two. It, it, it looks like a cool story. I think they like hit the line with like the characters. Zach Efron, of course, you guys all know him. He's gonna be one of the one of the brothers in the story. So I think it's cool. Like I know he puts in a lot of work just to get in shape for the movies, and his acting is cool too. Like I mean, he was in High School Musical. Like I know y'all watch it. 
y'all motherfuckers watch High School Musical. I didn't actually, but cause I didn't have Disney Channel at that time, or else I would have. But yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of cool movies in December, November. I don't know. It's I like winter basically, you know, like well, I, I love winter. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know about the Iron Claw, it's a movie with Zac Efron, like you mentioned. It also has that guy from the Bear, that really big. Oh yeah, I forgot on. to yeah. mention, and then I forget um, his name, the the wrestler from AEW. Yeah, MJF's gonna be in it, um, and a lot of cool. I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of cool wrestling cameos. Yeah, like, but the yeah. trailer looks cool. So nice. the Von Erich story is about a legendary wrestling family in the South. And they were like four or five brothers, and their dad was a wrestler too. Texas. And if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, you'll see it's like the most, not to spoil anything, but it's one of the most tragic stories in wrestling history. People always think Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, which those are tragic stories. They are, too. but like this. This happened before. Like imagine your brother's media. dying like nasty, you know, like. Oh. Yeah, and it's like there's four of you guys or five of you guys, and there's like one left. Right, and there's this reason behind that, and I'll let you guys watch it. I'm really excited for the Iron Claw movie. I hope it's really good. Yeah, we have Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese coming out with that Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro movie. Can't wait. That's just gonna be sick as fuck, dude. I saw the trailer. That shit gave me some Red Dead Redemption Two vibes when, <laughs> you, when you do missions with the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, dude. That shit's crazy. It's about like the oil companies taking over uh, and yeah. stuff like that. Man, that's gonna be so. Is cool. it? I mean, anything Martin Scorsese or. Brad Pitt. I mean, fucking Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Damn, you know something I don't know? Brad Pitt's going to come out? <laughs> Basically, when, when one of them are involved in a movie, like, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's never going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, it's know? not going to be shitty, you know? Like, yeah. No, definitely. So I'm looking forward to that, too, also. A lot of cool movies, man. I'm also excited for the new Saw movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like horror. Well, I, like say, I don't call myself a horror movie because I only like Halloween. But you do like horror movies, though. I do like horror in a way. I, I disagree with you. You like horror movies. You know a lot <laughs> what more than I did. What movie did I go watch by myself? <laughs> Boogeyman? <laughs> For a bit, I thought that shit sucked. <laughs> there was a time when I was sitting in the in the, in the theater and I'm like, fuck, why did I go watch this shit? <laughs> like Kobo was right. It was funny because you were just texting me how scared you were. You're like, it was scary for a bit. You were like, I'm just getting texts. First of all, the number one rule in the movie is don't fucking pull your phone out. And I'm just chilling at home, man. I just hear ding, ding, ding. This was blowing on my phone. And like, pinche boogeyman, see that? Like, yeah, uh, you were like, pinche gritos feos que se echa el boogeyman. And you know what I hated the most out of that day? What? That a couple sent like in back of me and I couldn't fucking like chew my popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah, like, oh, That's all, man. And now I gotta be like silent about it. <laughs> you like to like eat like loud and shit? Not loud, but like I like enjoying my shit, you know? Like, now, yeah. now I can't get like a handful of popcorn and but fucking. But what, what if I tell you fuck that couple? Yeah, the movie theater. Yeah, but fun. if you were there, yeah, it would be different. Like I wouldn't give a fuck. But I'm by myself, you know. Like ah, uh, they're gonna be like, oh no, one of this was by himself. Yeah, not like you know, like a creep or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You invited me to that. Don't ever invite me to some bullshit like that. Well, I don't want to. Be, I don't know. I just, it sucks sometimes. Like going to movies by it's boring, you know. You know, <laughs> Vanessa says she likes doing that. Yeah, like I like doing it, but like sometimes like I like oh like if this was here like it'd be cooler, you know. Like, oh, of course, yeah. Well, I think that shit with anyone every time. Because like, I like going by himself. But, like, Even like I'll be like sleeping in my bed. I'll be like, if he was next to me, it'd be way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point, dude. Um, a lot of cool shit. Did you watch AEW Dynamite yesterday? I didn't actually, but I uh, I saw Tony Khan uh, tweeting it on Twitter. Like, oh, yeah, thank you dude. for all like the people who watch AEW Dynamite. And yeah. I heard it was cool. Oh man, it was so good. It was probably the 
best wrestling show I've seen in a while. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like in the last 10 years? Because Dynamite is like their Monday Night Raw kind of. Oh, okay. And then Collision is their SmackDown. And then Rampage is like their NXT where oh, okay. they have like the younger guys. That when is What days does um, Rampage air? Like on TV? It's usually on Wednesdays, but they did this one on Tuesdays because of football. Oh, okay. So Tony Khan was smart with that. He didn't want to play with that. Oh yeah, nah, definitely. Crowd. Like football's gonna ruin your your ratings. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't like the Attitude Era where Attitude Era would beat Monday Night Football sometimes. Oh shit, it would. True. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think you've shared this fun fact, but they had um WWF on a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I think I have talked about this. Actually, or I think you have. They, it was a halftime show. It was yeah, Matt like Kime, halftime. Yeah, Matt is the Rock in an empty arena. And The Rock won by putting uh, a forklift on top of him with, like, a stack stack pallets. I think it was Last Man Standing. Yeah. That's if true. I'm correct. Which, if you ever rewatch, I'll tell you what match to watch. Watch Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, Last Man Standing. It was also in an empty arena because it was COVID time. Mm. That Last Man Standing was so good. Kevin Owens puts the forks up all the way, does a swanton bomb off the forks. OSHA. Yeah. And then he just fucking does cool shit. And then... He handcuffs Roman Reigns to a pole, and he can't get up. And the referee's counting one through ten, and he can't get up. Even though he's, like, not knocked out, like, he can't. That's the rule. You got to put your feet up. And then the referee gets to nine, and Roman Reigns doesn't know what to do, so he just fucking knocks the referee out. So that's such a heel move, you know? So the referee stops counting. And then after that, um, Paul Heyman gets the keys and unlocks it for him. And then Roman Reigns just chokes Kevin Owens out, and he wins. Oh, shit. Such a good match, dude. But yeah, man. Um, going back to AEW, I like what they're doing right now, dude. Tony Khan's the future of wrestling, or no? After say if Vince McMahon passes away, Tony Khan needs to figure some shit out first. He has to stop being kind of a mark for the wrestlers. He's got to be a little more of a boss. He's too nice. I feel that way. Yeah. If you fired Punk, fire Jungle Boy too. Shit like that, you know. Oh, okay, see, I understand. But why didn't he fire Jungle Boy? In my, if I'm him? making assumptions, it's because not only because he likes him, he's but he's a, he's a Bullet Club guy. Uh, okay. All the Bullet Club guys like him. All the Bullet Club guys hate CM Punk. Mm. So that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what I think. Where if he fixes those stuff, you'd be set. So for those of you guys that watch wrestling, how good is Christian Cage right now, man? He's fucking killing it, dude. Shout out Christian Cage. The father figure we all need. And seeing Edge back to an AEW, it's so cool. There's something cool about seeing someone have fun. And when you see Edge have fun, it's like super cool. You you know he's excited about it. He's been getting me into wrestling again on the AEW side. And there's a reason why a why NXT WWE, their developmental program, they go head to head with Dynamite. There's a reason why they had to bring back The Undertaker. There's a reason why they had to bring John Cena, why they had to bring Cody Rhodes, why they had to bring Paul Heyman, why they had to bring Rhea Ripley. They're doing that because they're feeling it. And the fact that they're feeling it is really good. And I'm honestly disappointed in some wrestling fans for celebrating the fact that NXT slightly won that ratings war for that episode because you should be excited about people watching wrestling in general competition it, exactly competition makes everything better creates cash you know what i'm saying like yeah. you don't want to be that like ah we won it's like you guys won but you also have to bring out the undertaker you also have to bring out john cena you also You're have to bring legends. on la Knight. you also have to bring on uh, rhea ripley you have to bring out cody rhodes you have to bring out paul Heyman. 
And AEW just had AEW people, you know. Obviously, like, Edge used to be WWE, but he's AEW now. Yeah. And Christian Cage has just been killing it, dude. Yeah, he, I saw you were watching showing me his promos. I am not their friend. I am their father. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> he's so good. 49 years old, dude. Looking good. Being a top guy again. Looking good. That's what happens when you take care of yourself in that business. Even Edge. Yeah, Edge, see. Like, I think they're around the same age. Like, he looks good. Obviously, like, se ve viejito, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna look older. But it's not Ric Flair la tristeza. Yeah, like, Ric Flair could barely move, like, you know, his knees hurt, you know? Did you see he wants one more match? When is one more match? What are you... What do you do if you're, like, Ric Flair's daughter? Or do you think she's just over it? I don't want to assume family business. I think she's over it. I mean, I, I think she knows that she can't control Ric Flair. I don't think anyone can control Ric Flair. Oh, nobody. And that's the thing when we talked about that on, I think, like, three episodes ago when he did that Kill Tony thing where it was like, oh, well, he was fucked up. Like, that's sad. It's like he's openly said he's never going to stop drinking. Like, no one. How how often can you tell someone to fix themselves? If they don't want to do it. And nothing's going to work, you know? They're, they're, they're gone to ways, basically. Because they even said it in his documentary, like, Ric Flair believes he's Ric Flair. Like, he never turns it off, you know? Like, The Undertaker doesn't act dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's Imagine one- just going to fucking Walmart and he- trying to buy, like, a, a steak and say I'm the dead man. <laughs> yeah, and your the lights just turn off at the Walmart and shit. <laughs> fucking, yeah. But Ric Flair, believe- he is Ric Flair. He fucking has Rolexes. He hits on bitches. He gets drunk. Like, he's Ric Flair. But it, it gets to a point where... It's just a little sad now, you know? It's like, all right, Theo, like, let's go to bed. Like, you're a clown. Yeah, like, you're, like, a little bit of a clown already. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, what do you tell Ric Flair if you're, like, his family member, you know? I think he's just, like, so cool. Or, like, so cool in a way where, like, oh, you know what? Leave him on. Don't turn him off. Yeah. Where it's it's still Ric Flair. It benefits a family of, like, oh, him making so money, you know? Like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, he's going to die almost, you know? That's what I think. I respect some sort of way where, like, I do agree he's older already. I kind of do get, at this point, let's do it my way. Like, ya pa' que, you know? I mean, yeah, ya pa' que. So, that's kind of what I get. It's like in Breaking Bad when Walter White's smoking a cigar, and they go like, oh, do you think that's okay? Like, you have lung cancer? And he goes, I already have lung cancer. Like, what the fuck's going to happen to me, you know? Yeah. And he still fucking smokes that cigar, you know? I have kind of get some mentality of like, all right, well, this is who I am now, you know? Yeah. Even Hulk Hogan told Theo Vaughn, like, like oh like i stopped i stopped worrying about him because why am i gonna worry about him if he's still they're still great friends but hulk hogan's point is like i'm not gonna be worrying about him calling him checking on him if he doesn't care anymore you know Mm -hmm. so he basically just said like yeah one day i'm gonna wake up and he's gonna be dead and then i i get it now like hulk hogan accepted it 100 percent. and even theo von said it like yeah some people are just they have their mind made up already yep so yeah it's like Elaine Stanley from Alice in Chains. Like, I'm never going to fucking fix myself. This is well, who I am. And He was so young, though. But you get to that point. And I know drugs is different than alcohol, but still, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, his, but, his case is actually like, what, 20? What, 20? I don't know. Something stupid like that. Twenty In the 20s, basically. 29. Early 30s, maybe. Yeah. Was still like, fuck. Something like that, yeah. But what do you think about AEW? You think they have a chance? I think they have a chance. I, th- I see them staying forever, you know? As WWE, I don't think they're gonna be taking out of WWE out of business, but I think they're gonna be like the main competitor. Where now it's um, I don't know, 
now there's like two major promote major league yeah. promotions in the USA where you've never seen it. Usually you'll just see the MLB going against yeah and themselves yeah in the NFL you'll see yeah XFL but who the fuck gives a fuck about XFL is yeah, not ESPN definitely. you know yeah, yeah. NBA like people care about the NBA not the WBA or whatever yeah, it's called yeah exactly WNBA now yeah. in wrestling promotions in the U in the United States now there's two major promotions AEW and WWE the one thing that does bum me out about AEW is just seeing well I'll talk about this when we talked about what AEW needs to do, in my opinion, right? I'm not Tony Khan. They need to know when and where to travel. Like they did. Cause where show, do they go? Like, for example, they did some show in Utah a couple weeks ago and it was like, the crowd was like sad. It was like dead. Like they turned off the lights in the crowd because they didn't want to show the empty seats. At this point, you're not WWE yet where wherever you go, whether people talk shit about the product or not, people are going to go. You're not at that point yet. Travel the East Coast, travel the West Coast, some Midwest. Know your wrestling towns. Where do they go a lot? Do you know? I, mean? I like East Coast a lot. Okay, which how, is like cool. Have they been to LA a lot, or like San Diego, even San Diego? Or that's San the thing. Like they haven't gone. I think they've gone to LA like a couple times. I'm not saying they don't come, but my point is what I'm saying is like I think they would even fill up the Toyota Arena in Ontario. What I'm saying is like WWE can go to Saskatchewan. You know what I'm saying? And they'll sell it out because they're WWE. Can fucking AEW go to Saskatchewan? No. And then all that does is make it look sad. Like no one's coming. There's no point. So I will, I my thing is if I had a little magic wand, I would choose where we travel. And if we do to go to those places, do a smaller arena. Something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's their thing. We're like, calm down. We know they could sell out that UK arena, Wembley. We know they could fucking do that shit. Well, UK is a fan base for... But like, it's their big wrestling yeah. fans. And you know soccer better than me. They're one of the rowdiest, fucking most fun crowds ever. They're very... um Active and included. Yeah. They're very passionate. Exactly. But don't play that game in town. You're not there yet. You're basically not, not there yet. Yeah. Don't play that game where you don't know if you might succeed because then you're going to turn the lights off and it looks sad. And then people on Twitter, WWE fans are talking shit. How like they can't even sell tickets. Don't do that yet. That's my advice for that. But the only good part you could take from there is that Tony Khan is taking risk. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's not scared of rolling the dice. No, yeah, that was a funny I'll show you it later where they asked Tony Khan. It was like years ago. Like a couple years, like maybe two years ago, where they go like, Oh yeah, NXT beat you guys. Someone asked him a question like, Oh, you guys have lost the ratings to NXT like um for like a whole month or something like that. Don't quote me on it. And he goes, I'm not gonna fucking take that shit. He goes, I'm not Jim Crockett. I have way more fucking money than Jim Crockett Promotions, an old promotion in the Mid-South that got ran out by WWE. Like saying, like, yeah, I may be the smaller promoter, but I got a hell of a lot more fucking money than he Jim does. Crockett. I mean, he didn't have a net worth of $2 billion. Yeah. And, but Tony Khan, I'm going to say it right here. Off-topic podcast and Tony Khan are going to purchase Atletico Morelia for a whopping easy money, $50 million. And we're going to conquer the MX League. Damn. Okay. I I I couldn't I could affirm that. Hell yeah! I'm excited, man. Bring gonna, bringing the best players, the European players, and the Mexican players. He's got to sell some some other team, huh? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like honestly, like you'll be making more money in soccer than with that team in the NFL. With that team in the NFL. Yeah. Like not the the Raiders sell a lot of money. You know, I would like we would like to purchase them later on, but they're too expensive. 
A lot of stuff changing, man. I saw this thing on UFC. They're not going to do USADA anymore. They're not going to oh, do really? US Anti-Doping Agency. How do you how how do you take that as the news? Like now that USADA was kind of a problem or a a wall against a lot of fighters, how how do you see it now? It was right. The reason I'm not anti-USADA, right? Correct. There has to be rules, I I believe, but but USADA knew Brock Lesnar was dirty. Whatever the fuck happened, I don't know. I don't want to assume. I love Dana White. I don't want to assume anything. For some reason. They didn't get that test until after he already beat the shit out of Mark Hunt. So if that can happen anyway, USADA only works if it's 100% impenetrable. Because what do they say? Even in the workplace, I can't give you weekends off because then he's going to want weekends off. I can't give you a raise because then he's going to want a raise. If it doesn't work for everybody, don't even do it. Where we've seen fighters that are so obviously on steroids, Conor McGregor got huge, and I get it. Doctors do give you steroids. He broke his leg nasty. Doctors do give you steroids to recover. They help you recover. But he was obviously on steroids. Why wasn't Usada? Why is it so easy for him to pull out of USADA testing, and then all of a sudden, now that he wants to fight Chandler in December, he's back in the pool? What happened to the whole, you have to be six months in the pool before you fight again when you leave the pool? That used to be a rule. I remember because it's Conor McGregor, which I I want to see him fight December. You want to see him fight? So my point is, if it doesn't apply to everyone, don't even fucking have it. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think the same thing. Like if there's a promotion, or not even a promotion, if there's like an a testing agency that's just getting into a lot of fighters away, and at the end of the day, you're only benefiting one, it, it's not gonna work. You know, at the end of the day, you're gonna you're going to have a lot of legal issues. Might as well just terminate that, and then it's up to the UFC. I feel like maybe the UFC should um have some regulations with that. You know, like maybe maybe minimize uh the I don't know the steroid testing. You know, like maybe have it every two months or I don't know. Because a lot come of up fi- with the come up with a plan basically. Come up with a plan. I don't want them fucking looking like '80s wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I also understand, like, if you're fucking old, like, I want to see steroid chill sunning. You know what I'm saying? That was the best chill sunning ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. I have a quote from Gordon Ryan here. If you want to see it when he, because obviously Gordon Ryan's on a shitload of steroids, even though he is the goat of no gi jiu-jitsu. He goes, the higher the testosterone, the more physical the athletes are. The less prone to injury they are, the faster they recover, the longer they can compete. And the more entertaining and high-paced they are, the better they look, the more attention they draw, the more money they make. I think he makes a good point right there, too. He does. Where maybe we could see Conor fight again three, four times. Remember he used to fight it three times a year? Yeah. And now he fights like once every two years. I'm not saying it's just because he doesn't have steroids. I'm just saying like that recovery, you know what I'm saying? I think that would be the same to fight. Yeah. I don't think they're going to want to fight it six times just due to more like brain damage. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think they'll so like But also though, like let's say you smoke someone real quick first round, like why can't he fight again? Oh th- stuff like that, he, you know what I'm saying? You could pull in even four fights yeah. if you do them really yeah. perfect, you know. Cause Shell Sonnen even said it, like the workouts I could do, even when he was a Bellator, he's already old. The workouts I can do the same workouts I did when I was young, but what's the part after that? The recovery. 
that's what took longer. Recovery is, uh, yeah. Recovery is everything. And I'm sure it applies to soccer, too. Correct. And I'm sure it applies to every sport everything. where you chill son and said, yeah, I could do the same drills I did when I was fucking 32. But am I going to get up at 5 a.m. to run again the next day? Maybe not. So I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm not excited for it. We'll see how it goes. It's a new it's a new pace for the UFC, and hopefully everything goes well, you know? That's probably one of the biggest uh, failures, though, in MMA. The USADA. USADA. Yeah. That and um, Reebok. <laughs> that and Reebok. Yeah, Reebok, the merch was wild. We designed better merch than Reebok, yeah. to be honest with you. I I mean, Reebok had everything, though. Like, not everything was bad, but they would like, make some big-ass mistakes, too. Like, misspelling. misspelling. Yeah. Shit that doesn't even happen to us. Like, how do you do that? You know, like, yeah. in a headquarter, like, where you have all the new advanced technologies. Like, how do you do that? Definitely. Like, gotta know. I'm excited. I'm sure the fighters are pumped. Watch a lot of fighters come back. Oh, fuck yeah. Watch Cerrone fight again. Nah, I think Cerrone. Cerrone's like, are you? Nah, he'll fight again. You think Cerrone? Yeah. He's been on, say, he's openly said that when he retired, he hopped on Sarah's and he's loving it. And he's like fucking huge now. I haven't seen, I I don't think I follow him in the new account that I made, but damn. Yeah. I'm going to take a piss. You're good. Damn. That's crazy. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe that'll make some dream matchups that we haven't seen or. It'll change the pull that they have in, in titles, like, say, lightweight contenders at the moment. Maybe now you're going to see new faces in the industry or or bring new people from belts or any other promotions. So that's what I think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, it's, it's a new page. But, yeah, so, so much shit going on. Good thing I'm not in war with those those people on the other side. You know that that confusing war, Israelis and Palestinians. I know. There's no war in off topic. You, you think they're gonna somebody was somebody was scared that <laughs> the war that's happening is gonna keep gas prices up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck, all these people are gonna die, but also shit, my gas prices. That feels funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um too much promotion. October is kind of cool. I like October. I'm excited for that Dylan. I can't believe Dylan Daz has not pulled out yet. Oh, I know. I heard. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it, bro? Like, do you I, think, do you think? First of all, do you think you took it too far? And do you think there is such thing as taking it too far? Go ahead. Slowly upon a social media person too, as well. Like, you should be ready for that. You shouldn't be surprised, you know. I mean, and then the person you're dating, like, come on, like, you know. No, no, no disrespect. Which is fine. We yeah, no anyone. disrespect to the person, but like, know that there's a lot of fire on you already, you know. So, I feel like there's there's no when there's a promotion for a fight, there's no limits to it. There's never been a rule to like, oh, you could say this, you could say that. It's not the Italian mob, like whatever it goes. And at the end of the day, that's why there's a ring or an arena to fight and to diffuse a beef or let or drop it. Or shut somebody up. Yeah. Or don't even make the fight if you're that person, you know? Exactly. It does suck. My bad. I don't agree with the things Dylan did, but, like, it's just part of the game. Yeah, like, when I knock out Mario from Buick and Webb, I was like, I'm not going to insult his family or anything. Like, I'm sure they're perfectly nice. Mm -hmm. But he should also be ready for some sick promos I'm going to cut, you know? Yeah. Now, all jokes aside... This is a thing that people aren't understanding with with Logan Paul. And I hope his team tells him this. 
and I'm making a great point right now. I'll say it. If I'm Logan Paul's next fight, let's say I'm another YouTuber. Why the fuck would I sign a fight with a guy who might sue me? Why? There's no reason for me to fight him. Why would I only fight him to make money? How does he make money? You promote it. Now I'm. it's limiting the way I promote the fight. It might cost me money when I get sued. If I don't go through with it because of the lawsuit, I'll look like a pussy. He's not understanding the future of it. If he wants to keep doing this influencer boxing he's doing, that's the worst thing he could have done. Tyson Fury talks a lot of shit, too. And he says he wants to fight Tyson Fury. He'd kill him. Fuck, yeah. Why would you do that? Imagine if you fought Nate. <laughs> Jake fought Nate. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Nate talks so much shit. Imagine if you fought Connor. Fuck. Dude. It'd be, why would Connor, why would anyone fight him when he can get sued? It's like if someone that we want as a guest, it's like, hey, yeah, I'll be on your podcast, but hey, I might sue you guys. I have my lawyer right here. Fuck no. I would not going to have that fool on. No. I don't want to do business with that guy. I don't even want to see that guy. And that's what Logan's not understanding. Also, it doesn't help Logan when he says shit like, I'm going to make him go bankrupt even after the fight. I'm going to sue him for everything he's got. I'm going to have him on the streets. Like, I don't want to fight you then. So, think about it. Think about what you're doing, Logan. You're an influencer. You've talked shit about people many times. You've gotten personal many times. You brought up Dylan Dennis' mom, and you brought up Dylan Dennis' ex-girlfriend that Jake Paul fucked her, and all of a sudden you draw this line because it's your girl? That's ridiculous. And I'm so disappointed in him, not as a person, but as a content creator. Mm -hmm. You should be ready for that, and he wasn't. And now you know that... It's because the girl's telling them something. Obviously. Yeah. 100%. Pillow talk is crazy. Distraction. That's all it is. When Jake Paul fought Ben Askren, Jake Paul talked shit about Ben Askren's wife, too. Yeah, I remember. And Ben Askren had his back. He had Dylan Dallas' back. He said, I don't even like Dylan Dallas. I fucking hate him. Dylan Dallas talks so much shit about me. But Logan's wrong. And it's true. Because Ben Askren made a great point. He's like, my wife knows... That I love her. And, like, no matter what anyone says, she's not going to get affected by that. She's not on social media. She didn't care about that. But this girl is a model. She lives on social media, which all power to her, you know? So, everyone is agreeing with Dylan. And no one even likes Dylan. So, Logan turned heel by trying to defend his wife or his fiance. fiance, yeah. And that's the crazy part. Which is true. I like Logan, too, but... You do. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong right now. And it's true. Like Dylan Dennis even said, like, I can take it. That's my thing. I haven't changed. I still talk shit and people talk shit about me and I can take it. It's true. Dylan Dennis never reports anyone, never sues anyone. Like there was a point where he was the laughing stock of everyone and he never once did shit like that. I remember for a bit. Yeah, he was on. Yeah. But I will say this. Everyone all of a sudden, oh, Dylan's winning me over. We've liked Dylan Dennis for fucking six years. I remember when when he debuted in Bellator. Before that. Or before that. When, when, he he, when, Connor. He, when Connor was going to fight Nate the second time, I was like, oh, he brought in Dylan Dennis. And I started sending you posts to Dylan Dennis. Like, oh, this was fresh. Like, he's yeah, cool. with his Gucci shirt on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember. I remember. So that's my thing about that. Off topic's going to have all their money on Dylan that day. 
I we're going to Dil- be there in the front row. You're going to see us right there, you know? I think Dylan, who are prediction, who do you think wins? I think Dylan's going to win. I think Dylan wins. I mean, if, I, if it was Dylan versus Jake, Jake. Oh, but yeah. I, I would even put my money on Dylan, though. Really? Yeah, I would. Wow. I feel like Dylan hasn't showed most of his skills that he really has. Mm. He's a nasty at the end of the day. So is Logan, though. Dylan's been more in the fighting world. Yeah. I mean, Logan and Jake, yeah, I don't know Rimals, with all due respect. I give Jake more props, though, because I can tell Jake enjoys boxing more than anything. Yeah. I feel like Logan, it's like a thing where, like, dude, you're 0-2. Like, like you fought, you lost to KSI. Like, <laughs> like it's fine. KSI is such a nerd, too. I mean, yeah, he was. He is. Like, all these guys, like, you have millions of dollars, you get the best trainers and everything, but you still look like a nerd. Like, you still act like a nerd, like. It's ridiculous, dude. Mm-hmm. So we're Team Dylan, dude. Team Dylan all the way. Yeah, man. Um, damn. I think this episode went pretty long. Really? Oh, yeah. Almost an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah, guys. So <laughs> we were at 30 minutes. Thank you for your fan questions, guys. Thank you for everything, for supporting the Off Topic Podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for growing the platform i mean we're on all seven continents of the world now yeah after 100 episodes we're taking over man someone told us we're like the nwo of podcasting that's funny but i got something better i think i think you and i are are the bullet club man we're younger we're better and we're growing so i'm cool with the gorilla and i'm h and we're out